Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. This is Sour Beef Jones, the world's most political wrestler, with my personal valet and main squeeze, Sweaty Betty. Don't squeeze me too tight. I might poo. You are adorable. And before every fight, in or out of the ring, we warm up with two of the greatest patriots on the airwaves, the world heavyweight tag team comedy champions, Purdy Mouth and Half Pint. The John Boy and Billy Big Show, Beef. Whatever you say, Sweaty, let me give you a hug. I warned you. <laughs> The Big Show is on the radio. Let's debunk some urban myths. We do this around open line time, and if you have some, a, a story that you've heard that was true that happened to whoever telling you, a friend of theirs, mm-hmm. it's usually a friend of a friend of their somebody's cousin's yeah. barber, yeah. Uh, get them to us, and we'll be happy to debunk those for mm-hmm. you. We've been on a urban myth debunking roll for a yep. while. Like the one about the uh, co-eds were partying down Florida, now Daytona, spring break, something like that. The room got broken into, everything was stolen, and they found a camera way back in the drawer, so they went ahead and stayed their vacation and you know, took some pictures, got home, got the pictures developed, and uh, one of the thieves had taken their toothbrushes and took pictures of them with them in their, in, in their hiney. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, so, um, and that was, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And that was, was pretty and very fun. well told, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, that's, I almost believed it, and I knew it's not true. <laughs> that is not true. So that's one right. we've debunked. And the ones we've been going around is the, uh, the kidney story. Yeah, about, the kidney you know, harvesting. Uh, Al, some guy gets a good-looking woman, slips him a Mickey, wakes up in the morning in a bathtub full of ice, with dial 911 or you will die written on his chest and black magic marker and mm-hmm. found out somebody stole one of his kidneys and right. sold it on the black market. Or in market. some cases, both of his kidneys, depending on who's telling the that story. That's the truth. Well, yeah. now we have some confirmation here. Let me get this. 
the Kidney Foundation responds to kidney-stealing rumor Mm. from Charlottesville, Virginia. For more than a decade, a rumor has circulated that a business traveler who sat down for a drink with a stranger in a New Orleans hotel woke up the next morning in a tub full of ice minus his kidneys. Uh, But uh, anyway, the National Kidney Foundation spokeswoman, Ellie Schlamm, said the foundation has received so many letters and emails, they decided to send out a statement to end the confusion. I'm sure we hadn't contributed to that at all. No. (laughs) We got it from many of our volunteers around the nation, and we have sent out a message saying this was not true. It's an urban myth run amok. Hmm. See? We had this urban myth already. You were right. There's no evidence that such activity has ever occurred in the United States. And the possibility of someone stealing kidneys is infinitesimal. Small. Small. Extremely small. (laughs) Official said. Okay. Yeah, because they say, in truth, transplanting a kidney from a living donor involves numerous tests for compatibility that must be performed before the kidney is removed. Like you said, Randy, it was highly unlikely that a gang could operate in secrecy to recover organs that would be viable for transplant. Well, let's suppose you could find a crooked doctor, a surgeon who was who was skilled in the in the art of removing the kidney, which is not something you know a, a, your average redneck with a bottle of tequila could pull mm. off. But then you got to put it in, which is not a uh, an easy task. You know, there are oh. a lot of uh, vascular. Uh, I thought you were going to say then you got to find a good-looking woman that'll go along on <laughs> yeah. but with- even if you were to find a crooked surgeon you'd also have to find a crooked surgical staff because you'd have to have people i mean to put it in your recipient right i mean it'd take a lot of you know it just, it just ain't no way well that's what we would say isn't it <laughs> <laughs> all right this is like the 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 ufo crash in roswell and there are people out there who are never going to believe it didn't really happen yeah. well which brings us to our next facts okay John Boyd Billy, yesterday you said that Randy wanted to see some documented proof that kidneys are being stolen. Well, here you go. This happened to one of my team members while we were at the Nellis Air Force Base in 93. Unfortunately, he died three weeks later from massive infection. Please stop making fun of this. It's for real. And here is a report. And, uh... All the basically the pertinent personal information has been marked out with a marker. Yeah, Yeah, so it's it's, it's marked out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've got a computer at home. I could switch y'all's heads <laughs> without any surgery or blood spilt. And then I'd find on my chest, call 911 yeah. or you will die of embarrassment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I could make you a driver's license. Not that I would. Oh, no. Uh-huh. But you can do anything. I mean, I'm not going to believe something somebody faxed in here with. All right. Well, we'll just leave it. The Kidney Foundation says it's not true. and uh, But uh, here you go, personal, and there is a. Uh, they report, so <laughs> yeah, it ain't, it ain't never going to be over. This might be a good opportunity to say if you are interested in becoming an organ donor, there are many ways you can sign up for it, and it's a really none good of which idea. involve meeting a girl in a bar. <laughs> you know, right. I'm an organ donor just by filling out my driver's license. That's right, yep, you can that's do it right. that way. That's yeah. right. Uh-huh. My, uh huh. My my mother in law passed away last year, and uh, all of her vital organs were donated. We haven't met the folks that received her organs, mm. but we've heard from them through the uh, organ donor transplant. All right, man. Mm-hmm. I tell you, it's a wonderful feeling to know that a, a family member or yourself that you can help out. Like that would mm-hmm. be pretty cool if you yeah. could find out who had, you know, your loved yeah. one's organs. You could, like, you know, visit visit your loved one organs. Okay. In a, in a I mean, they, you wouldn't well, be able to see This is the them. sensitive side of John Boy, in case you were wondering. <laughs> hey, Bob. Hey, how you doing? Listen, I won't bother you. I just want to talk to your liver a second. Hey, Mom. Listen, I got a little problem. Not you, Bob. Shut up. Listen, I'm talking to my mom. Where did you hide those old silver dollars? Yeah. I can't find my tennis shoes. I got to admit, that was pretty stupid. That was lame. That was pretty stupid. (laughs) 
Oh, man. <laughs> so, y'all, when I go, y'all find out who has my organs. <laughs> oh, like anybody yeah. would take your organs. Yeah. We're surprised your body hasn't rejected your organs yet. <laughs> Good morning, it's a big show on the radio. It is current events quiz time. We're going to deal with Bidley. Well, man in Baltimore found a deep-fried surprise in a bucket of chicken, and it wasn't no chicken. Oh, man. Another now, one of them product contamination stories. Right? Uh, let's deal with that. 1-800-BIG-SHOW. You're told for line across America. Big caller nine. Take C and win. Let's do it. Say hello to LB from Blackstone, Virginia. What's up, Pound? Uh-huh. Hey, man, I'm just working. That's all. Yeah, boy, me go. too. Ain't looking for no trouble. You ready, buddy? I'm ready if you are. <laughs> oh, it all depends on Billy. You ready, Billy? Yeah. Let's do it then. All right, LB. A man in Baltimore is threatening a lawsuit against the Popeye's fried chicken chain. The man says his recent eight-piece to-go order contained... A deep-fried rat. No. Uh, yeah. Mm. The man realized the problem when, A, he noticed one piece was very oddly shaped, B, he noticed it had a tail, or C, he bit into it and noticed it tasted like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> mm, they all sound good, but uh, I got to go with C. Look at LB. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the colonel made a quote about that. It's entirely different. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because most folks, you know, don't like fried rats. Most folks folks do. (laughs) The colonel may have eaten a couple pieces of it. I'm not sure. LB, pick you out a pair of boots from the Georgia Boot Company. All right. Good morning. You got the big show on the radio. More chances for you to win coming up after your news, weather, and sports. This is Donald Trump, and you're listening to the big show on the radio. John Boy and Billy. These guys are tremendous. Right now, they're the number one John Boy and Billy I've ever heard. And I know a lot of John Boy and Billy's. Trust me. A tremendous amount of John Boy and Billy's. And there's some smaller shows, but this is the big show. It's the big show on your radio. I think that's how John Boy says it. The big show on the radio. Time listener, I laugh with all the viewers' mail you read and decided to send one myself. 
I've been an emergency room doctor for 20 years now and believe it is time to lay out some rules concerning the ER. Hmm. I get some happy music. All right, here they are. Don't feed your kid flaming hot Cheetos and then bring them to the ER the next day telling me they're pooping blood. It ain't blood. (laughs) We treat everyone the same until you tick us off. The nurses don't have to use little needles. See above. Coming in by ambulance for a toothache does not impress us, nor does it get you seen faster. Calling for an ambulance from the waiting room doesn't work either. It just gets the EMS and us mad. And you know we have really big needles. Mm. If you decide to get drunk and crash a four-wheeler through the side of an old barn while not wearing a helmet Mm. just for fun, no, neither your friends or us is going to have any sympathy for you. They'll be laughing and we'll be mad at having to work hard to fix you up so you can do it again next hunting season. (laughs) Do not come to the ER if your problem is abducted by aliens and rectally probed. Do not call us to see if you can make an appointment. Threatening us with your lawyer does not impress us. See the rule about large needles and enemas. We really don't believe you when you tell us you have no idea who shot you. No, we will not do an ultrasound to see if it's a boy or girl. This is an emergency room. Let it be a surprise. No, we cannot tell you who the baby's daddy is. (laughs) If you threaten us that you will leave if you don't get what you want, that actually makes us happy and tells us that you really did not need to be here. Having Medicaid and a baby with a runny nose is not an emergency. I'm drunk is not a valid complaint. (laughs) If this is your 15th suicide attempt, not only do we have no sympathy for you, but neither does your family, the EMS, nor the police. At this point, we'll be happy to give you lessons on how to do it right. (laughs) Please do not ask for a blood test to see if your child is quote, retarded, I can tell you without the test, it's going to be hereditary. Mm. Do not come in covered in tattoos and body piercings and tell us you are afraid of shots. (laughs) Uh, Don't try to tell us you only had two beers unless you're talking kegs. If we know you on a first name basis, you need to get a life. No, I really don't want to see the cell phone picture of what your bowel movement looked like. I'll take your word for it. Oh, <laughs> it's not had bad enough. Yeah. Think. <laughs> and lastly, if you come to the ER with something stuck up your rectum, we're going to laugh. It's funny. Do not get all indignant. It's funny. We'll be laughing about you all week long. And the radiologist will add the x-ray of it to his rectal horror picture show he shows at the annual Christmas party. I say that's the truth. (laughs) If it's impressive enough, we'll be telling medical and nursing students about it 20 years from now. Y'all keep them straight up there. Tell Goober I said, duh, and wear a helmet. Dr. Huey Doc, somewhere in the South, I'd give you my real name, but I'd be fired if any of the hospital bigwigs heard this. Huh. <laughs> wow. The Don Rickles School of Medicine. <laughs> the Rectal Horror Picture Show. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, thanks for sharing, Doc. I'm glad I don't feel your pain. <laughs> The big show is on the radio. All right, let's get him in here. Rev, you go first right there. That's it. That's all. Good morning there, John Good morning. Billy. Hey. Randy. Hey. Robert E. Ray Fofool. Hey, Jackie. Hey. Looking good, girl. You know, it does my heart good to see you in here with all these crazy white people. It does my heart good to see you, no matter who you with. Reverend Ernestly Sincere here. Reminder to all. Hey, you, Jackie. Goober. Sorry. Get away from Jackie. No, please, Toby. Please, please, don't be going around bobbing people. That's right. You get to your segment in just a second, please. I just want to remind all the children at the Blessed Hope Baptist Church Day School, picture day is next Monday. Please, kids, remember to wear your good picture clothes. And parents, please keep your children off the bicycles and the skateboards and the rollerblades until at least Tuesday. Because last thing you want is for them to wipe out and get their head all skin up right before picture day. Because you know, the scab will last about two weeks, but that picture you got to live with for the rest of your life. Thank you. You know, I remember last year on Picture Day, we always have the individual shots we take. Then we take a group picture with the whole class and the teacher. Mm. And for some reason, not many of the kids want to buy the group shot. Well, last year, the fourth grade teacher, Miss Emily Brown, she sold a group shot to every kid in her class. And I was kind of surprised because, you know, Miss Brown ain't exactly what you call warm and fuzzy. Mm. So uh, I went to her and said, Miss Brown, what in the world did you say to make your kids buy that group shot? She said, well, little Calvin Lynch helped out a lot. I was standing up in front of the class. I said, okay, now, I want you all to think about buying a copy of the group shot. And they all kind of moaned and groaned, oh, no, no, no. So I said, no, wait a minute. Now think about it. You're going to have a way to remember your teacher and all the other kids in your class forever. Why, 20 years from now, you'll pull that picture out and say, look, there's little Johnny. He's a doctor now. Look, there's Belinda. She a lawyer. And just then, little Calvin Lynch stood up and said, and look, there's the teacher. She dead. And now, speaking of scabby heads, ladies and gentlemen, here is Cooper. Thank you, there, Herder. John Bob, Billy, yeah. Red Air, Jackie, Rabbity, Rabbit, Old Fool. There's a psychiatrist sitting in his office there, just got finished with a patient. Uh, said that buzzed his administrative assistant and said, sit next patient in, please. In walks this fella with a live rooster on his head. Set up on his head live rooster looked at him a rattlesnake around his neck he ain't wearing no shirt and he's got two christmas ornaments hanging off nipple rings on it that doctor said uh how could i help you sir he said it's not for me i want to talk to you about my brother <laughs> he was nuts yeah we get it get it can i go back to talking to jackie now yeah go ahead <laughs> no, Kobe, no. Come on, there. We down. We down. It's Big Show on your radio. Thanks for joining us this morning. Hey, uh, this is Adam Sandler. You're listening to the Big Show with John Boy and Billy. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. Good one, Dad. (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, the big show is on the radio. How does that be Some uh, wings with hot and spicy. Oh. All right, then, so bam, bam. Uh, oh, we're coming up on the right or wrong game. Of course, name now, trite or fong. Right, right, fong. I forget what I said last Friday. It just kept changing on Friday. I don't know what it was. There's kind of a mutating game here. But, yeah, the basic rules remain the same. We'll take two contestants. Y'all play against each other. Yes, we do. I'm going to tell you, you better have some on that hot sauce. You're talking right now. Hang on, your chance to win. Coming up. <laughs> Good morning, the big show on the radio. Yeah, we talk about we have my my middle boy in here, Michael. You know, talk about get him to name all his friends. He got Ike Gaki Ubabawe, Ina Ping Ping Pong. You know, I can't pronounce it. So really? we, had, we had a little birthday party for him yesterday. I said it looked like a UN meeting. <laughs> you just might end up with a black daughter-in-law. Right. I wonder about that. Yeah. Again this year, our theme is the New World Order, y'all. Thanks for coming. 
All right, we're getting ready to get in this right or wrong game. We're getting ready to play, but first of all, from our last right or wrong game, said regarding a question, the punt is not Irish money anymore. The current Irish money is the euro. The punt was obsolete January 1st, 2002. Technically, the question was answered correctly. He's trying to keep things on the up and up. Big Steve out of A1 Electric Motor Shop in D-Land, Florida. Thank you, Big Steve. Yeah, Randy, be more careful when you're choosing these questions. I care. (laughs) <laughs> it's no longer the point. Don't be coming in here giving us a bunch of your old Euro trash. <laughs> Are you crazy? Hey, we got to say hi to Henry Benfield. Number- yes, Henry Benfield, listen. Yeah, oh, number nine, him and uh, Reverend Hawkins just got back. They took That's a little good. detour. You know what you need? You need Nextel. You need one of those little two-way things so you can call your friends individually. Fat boy just stopped by the studio. He got some time. I'm telling you, that you could put all your friends on one little beep, and you could tell them all hi at one time, and you'd know they'd hear it. But they don't like me that much. Yeah. They'd rather hear it from us. All right. I got enough, fat boy. All right, dude. Well, let's do this game. Callers 9 and 10. 1-800-BIG-SHOW play against each other. All right. We uh, read to do it. We played tried our phone. I mean, unless you want to say hi to somebody else. <laughs> wait, wait, if anybody wants to be my friend, please call 1-800-BIG-SHOW. See, again, good reason for next time. Show is on the radio. All right, it's time. Try it or phone, try it or phone. That's our contest. Here's our song. It won't take very long to play try it or phone. Phone. <laughs> we got Betty from Roanoke, Virginia, calling number nine. Good morning, Betty. How are you? Fine. How you doing, John Boy? Doing good, sweetie. Welcome. Let's say you're going to be playing against Amy from Jacksboro, Tennessee. Good morning, Amy. Good morning. Hey, Betty, Amy, Amy, Betty. Hi, Betty. All righty. Yeah. What's up with that? (laughs) We're going to go start with Betty. I'll read a statement. Betty, of course, you say true or false. Randy will call out your names before each question so we can keep them straight. Jackie keeping score. The one that gets the most correct in 60 seconds will win. Put it out. All right. Ready? right. You ready to go? Ready with Betty. All ready. right. Betty, crab back is a term of swimsuit design. True. Amy. Right. Oh, sorry. Amy. Deborah yes. Winger appeared in Wonder Woman. Uh, false. Wrong. Betty. The Righteous Brothers were brothers. True. Wrong. Amy. Mazda Car Company once made cork products. True. Right. Betty. A periwinkle is a Devonshire cake. <laughs> False. Right. Amy. Romanov is a Russian department store. True. Wrong. Betty. Galileo first used a telescope in 1609. <laughs> True. Right. Amy. Kangaroo tail is used as an aphrodisiac. <laughs> False. Right. Betty. Harpoon is the fourth largest constellation. False. Right. Amy. Red Sprite is a new U.S. Navy aeroplane. False. Right. Betty. Oh. Oh. Righty, what do we got Tight here? Game. Jackie, welcome them up. Four right for Betty from Roanoke, Virginia. Amy from Jacksboro, Tennessee. Three right. Betty oh. wins. Great. Right. Right. <laughs> 
Belly, were you keeping score again? Yep. And, yep. You, and you had a tie? I had No, I had the exact same thing Jay. Okay, did. all right, good. Perfect. Well, and, quit. Yeah. And since when do you answer to the name Belly? <laughs> belly! I answered to a lot of different things. Fat Boy was answering me over there. Yeah. Hey, well, Amy, nice try, baby. You call back and try again, Thanks. okay? Congratulations, baby. Thank you, Amy. Oh, ain't Amy sweet. Oh. See, now these girls ain't get along. I thought it was going to be a cat fight. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-uh. Betty, congratulations, baby. You got the big old prize package. Hang on, Jack, and get your information, all right? Thank you so much. Thank you, baby. You. Appreciate you. Good morning. You got the big show on the radio right here. Right here. And let's go right here. I'm talking about John Boy, Billy, Randy, Jackie, and Racing Fat Boy in the studio with us. Hey, go. We got uh, we got a break right here. The class of business going up in the open line time. It'll be good. Roll on. Oh, just push. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. The big show is on the radio. Got a letter here again from Huey Doc. Uh, remember, we uh, led. Uh, I, I read some rules of the ER from Huey Doc. He uh. said a few rules he forgot, and if you would like to reinforce, twenty years as an ER doctor has taught me much, and I'd like to share this with you and your listeners. Okay. Thank you very much, Doc. Let's do it. Rules of the emergency room. Rule number one, it's considered not a good idea to bring your friend in the ICU a 12-pack of beer. No. (laughs) I I know you mean well, but no, you cannot pour it into his IV bag. Rule number two. Yes, I'll try not to cut the hook on your favorite lucky fishing lure as I try to remove it from your friend's nose. And giving him a beer will not help me. Rule number three. If your friend gets badly injured on the job site and you don't want to waste time waiting for an ambulance, Mm -hmm. please remember to first remove the barbed wire, fence posts, and chainsaws from the bed of the pickup truck before you toss him in. (laughs) Rule number four. No, the ultrasound will not tell us who the baby's daddy is. Mm. As weird as they look on the ultrasound, I'd have to guess Michael Jackson as the daddy on all of them. (laughs) Rule number five, mixing fireworks and large amounts of beer is not a good idea ever. I don't care if your grandpa did it all the time. Mm. You might notice that he doesn't have all his fingers either. (laughs) Rule number six, if you're in the ER because you've been shot in the chest, no, you may not go outside to smoke. (laughs) Rule number seven, I know it looks funny in the cartoons, but do not look into a gas tank using a lit match for illumination. yeah. We don't do eyebrow transplants. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. Rule number eight. If your pupils are smaller than a gnat's rectal sphincter, <laughs> don't try to tell me you're not on drugs. Uh, we know. That's small. <laughs> Rule nine. No, I will not give mouth-to-mouth resuscitation to your chihuahua who accidentally ate all of your Xanax. <laughs> <laughs> nor nor will I refill your Xanax from your doctor somewhere in California. Rule number 10. After you have eaten five pounds of hot links, a jar of jalapeno peppers, large amounts of sauerkraut, washed down with an entire bottle of bourbon, no, I don't think your stomach pain is from the swine flu. Mm. Rule 11. Once again, do not come in the ER with multiple tattoos and piercings and then tell me you are afraid of shots. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> rule number 12. If you have money for a $2,000 gold grill on your teeth, you've got the money to get your $4 prescription at Wally World. <laughs> rule number 13. College kids, you will discover the hard way that 15 shots of tequila is a way bad idea. Mm. And it's a lesson you will never forget. No matter how much you think you're going to die, it just feels like Ooh. it. Rule number 14, no, it really is not a good idea to get rid of a wart on your foot by trying to shoot it off with a 22 pistol. <laughs> it's hard to get the angle just right on those suckers. Oh, man. And last, rule number 15, again, if you come into the ER with something stuck up your rectum, we are going to laugh. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> Especially if it is something legendary, like, say, a cantaloupe or bowling pin what? or fire extinguisher. Oh <laughs> and please avoid using live animals such as hamsters, gerbils, ferrets, snakes, raccoons, mm. etc., as it scares the nursing students. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I won't give the critter mouth-to-mouth resuscitation either. Oh, man. And no, you cannot have a beer. That's probably what started this whole thing. Mm. Just remember, yell Armageddon before it's too late. Oh, boy. Uh, next time, I'll give you the rules of the EMS told to me by the ambulance folks, such as if getting you out of your house requires removing a wall and bringing in a flatbed trailer because the ambulance is too small, it might be time to go on a diet. Uh, thank you, guys. Y'all keep them straight up there. Huey Doc. <laughs> oh, man. Jim, yeah, I mean, I mean, doctors will tell you. I've, I've seen pictures. Uh, My old buddy Doc there. Uh-huh. He kept yeah. some pictures. And yes, they will laugh at you. He's he's right about that. Wasn't that a good video? Morning, the big show is on the radio. John Bowen, Billy, Randy, Jackie, Raising Fat Boy, Donna Presley. Two of these are not like the others. <laughs> I don't know whether to laugh or vomit. <laughs> Thank you, Homer. All right. Hey, let me tell y'all a little story here. Nah, I'm Uh-oh. Good. I'm uh, good. There's some Tom Grizzard down in Dublin, Georgia. Said mm. thought we might think this was funny. Is it a sad story? Yes, I gotta, I'm trying to pick music. Uh, no, no, it's a, a story from his youth. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I got well, well, just, just figured out. I'll start it. Hot, sweaty, and covered with tobacco tar. Oh, yeah. we, we have music. We that, had yeah. cropped all day long. My cousin and I had jumped into his 62 Beetle and run to Boone Saloon to do what most 17-year-old tobacco croppers do in Coffee County after a 12-hour day in the field. We were bent on getting some beer. Well, knowing Homer's reputation and the fact we were kin and knew a lot more about Homer than he would care for us to, getting beer was not that much of a problem. Mm-hmm. This was back in 1973. Mm. We had left the social club and taken Highway 441 toward Pridgen when my cousin decided the roadworthiness of his VW should be challenged. At that time, we decided to take 117, dirt at that time, back home. We had been on the dirt for about five minutes when we spotted a buzzard up ahead in the middle of the road. I only had a minute when I knew what my cousin had already decided. Going back for a second, I'd like to remind and enlighten you on our vehicle of choice. A 1962 VW Beetle, good tires, eight ball shifter handle, black semi-leatherette seats, bent steering wheel, and rust all the way around each window. 
One lonely headlight, one running board, bottomless dash, and a wiper that could be shared. Do he eat people? <laughs> <laughs> when I realized that the buzzard was a target for the VW, it was too late to do anything except go along with it. My cousin shifted hard into third gear, and that little motor went to screaming as we approached what we estimated to be 30 miles per hour. Speedometer didn't work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> By the time he went to fourth, we had made all preparations for impact. We had covered every possible strategy that might occur, all of them except one. Yeah. Within striking distance, the great bird turned, looked us straight in the face, and flapped his huge wings once, and we were on him. Ooh. Kablam! Boy or bird did not expect what happened next. With one motion of his wings, he had managed to place his body in line with our windshield. Uh -oh. We hit hard. As I looked out, I saw the windshield fold up around the bird and fly past us into the rear of the car through a hail of broken glass and extremely rusty VW parts. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> My cousin brought the heap to a stop on the side of the dirt road. After about two seconds of solid screaming, we were asking each other... <laughs> <laughs> we were asking each other if we were okay. Whoa, we were lucky not to get hurt. But hey, that poor, unfortunate, innocent bird, we thought as we heard a noise in the back seat that sounded like the rolling away of a mighty stone in slow motion. When we turned around with our mouths open and eyes wide... I could feel those things tighten that you always hear older folks talk about. <laughs> we were now about eight inches away from the biggest, ugliest, and apparently maddest bird I had ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to scream, but all that came out was ip, ip. <laughs> now we realize this bird ain't hurt real bad and is probably tougher than any animal we have ever treed. <laughs> it was at this moment in time decisions had to be made quickly. As it became apparent what our decision was, the great bird leaned forward into the front as if he were on the attack and spewed the most hard smelling and feeling white liquid from his mouth that I had ever witnessed. <laughs> We were, we were covered before we could get the doors open. Mm. Suddenly, our screams were audible. <laughs> Out of the car, and now at a dead, barefooted run, we made way for a large sycamore tree on the side of the road. Dry heaves. Dry heaves and all. Yes. At this time, the situation is looking grim. <laughs> it was bound to happen sooner or later. We were covered in something that seems to be on the verge of removing upper levels of skin mm -hmm. with no water or anything to get it off. Results, two teenagers on the ground rolling like dogs in the dirt after a bath. <laughs> Didn't help. Now we're covered with dirt-filled buzzard vomit. <laughs> now a young man whimpers, Why didn't you stop me? Stop you? You're crazy. You knew when you shifted there was no going back. Well, after a little more arguing and a scuffle to decide who was getting the bird out, ip, ip, ip. <laughs> the buzzard stumbled from the VW. We were, <laughs> we were shocked as they slowly made steps toward us. Next situation, panic-stricken teenage boys. As we frantically looked for an escape, the bird turned and slowly flew off with no apparent injuries. <laughs> <laughs> the trip home was slow and quiet with an occasional gag or heave from the odor in the car. <laughs> we bathed in the barn after a good whipping from my uncle. Yeah. 
Not because of the beer or the bird, but for going to Boone Saloon. <laughs> Thank you, Tom, for a story from your youth. Mom says they're the black sheep of the family. <laughs> Let's get it, buddy. Bitbox is here. All your favorites from four decades of the big show. 99 cents each, 15 for $9.99. Buy them once, play them anywhere. You can shop at Bitbox online right now at thebigshow.com. Order Big Show Stuff by phone. The number is 800-471-STUFF. Online services by Animate.com. If you missed any of the Big Show this morning, you can hear it all. The John Boy Billy Late Risers podcast up next. Available wherever you get your podcast. Make it easy. Subscribe to us with a free iHeartRadio app. See you tomorrow. We love you. We mean it. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.